so sweet. She's not talking to me. She's not. Oh. <laughs> 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 I was talking to the dog. <laughs> you Obviously. notice how we, you know how we do this. You you notice how we do that. It's like we tell our dogs. It's like you're so beautiful. You're so sweet. You're Why don't like we talk to my favoriteest girl ever. You know? <laughs> but Why don't we talk you know, to but then, then we don't even like talk to ourselves. We're just like, yep, yep, that's good enough. Let's go. <laughs> well, or you look at yourself in the mirror. And you're like, ah! like what is that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Where did that? Come Who from? is that? <laughs> to decide which one I want to do. I think we're going to do this since I, since I haven't seen them before, this is going to be interesting. Okay. All right. So, this is the first one. Oh, can't Ooh, hear it. Hold on. I'm terrible at these things. Old lady habits. Turn the volume up. Okay. And ready? then hit go. Okay. I've officially lived in Texas for one full year, and this is how I've changed. Part 19. I check the weather forecast at least 14 times a day here. My new food obsession is the fried avocado taco from Torchies. It's amazing. I bought a bird guide from H-E-B that I consult regularly, and I'm really hoping to see a cedar waxwing soon. I will walk a mile if I have to, just to park my car in the shade here. I was thinking about getting a sign that says defund the HOA. I feel like I need to own a power washer. I can identify two different <laughs> species of grass. Now, I recently said yes, ma'am, for the first time. And even though the cashier was probably in high school, it still felt right. <laughs> yeah, welcome so to Texas. Texas. <laughs> like, welcome to Texas. Okay. Yes, we, we, you do learn your grasses because you want to know which one's growing under the tree and which one's not. And yeah. Well, and, best, and which one's creeping over over the whole driveway because they just creep that way. They just go where they want to go, and you can't control it unless you take out the whole freaking yard, and then that's a too big of a project. I was walking. Okay, so I was driving to a client's house, and I have to turn left in this lane. It's never had anything. There's a CVS on one side, and then on the other side, it's been nothing, right? And they've had other stuff on the strip of a 380, and they're developing things, and there's all this stuff, and... So I've always kind of wondered, like, what are they going to put next to the elementary school? Da 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 da. And so, like, today there actually was construction, and I hadn't driven on this street for like I hadn't turned down this road for like two weeks, and so all of a sudden I'm turning left, and I look over and I see that they're actually starting to construction, which classic Texas buildup. And I'm like, I really wonder what they're putting there. And there was a sign, and it said car wash, and I'm like. Oh, because that's what we need more of. More what does Texas need? Car washes. I was going to say. How many car washes are in this? It's like at least one every block. I, it's like Starbucks. There's one on every corner. Yeah. Yeah, right next to the chiropractor. Yeah. And the nail salon. <laughs> and the dentist. And the dentist. And the dentist. And the dentist. The dentists yes. are in little, like, plaza areas and things like that. So I just thought that was delightful. Yeah. <laughs> Another car wash. Maybe it'll be one of those with a monthly fee that you can just run through as many times as you want. I actually love my car wash like that. <laughs> I can't do that. I, I know, yours is too big. On. No, I have a wrap on it. It has oh. to be hand-washed. And then now, because of the Texas sun, it's baked in the wrapping, so I'm pretty sure that it's stuck on for Forever. Life. Yep. Because it's they... all cracked and everything, and I'm oh, like, wow. yeah. So, yeah. It's baked. I hope somebody, <laughs> like, if, if we get to the point where we have to sell the truck, I hope somebody really likes having my face on it. I think it'll come off, maybe. I don't know. 
It's like that nail, those nail polish wrap things that, <laughs> hey, you know, they, they, they will crack on and then you can't even hardly peel them off. You have to like use acetone. My mom is really good at getting um, sap off of cars without damaging them, which I think is just a skill. Like I started is, to say, that's a handy dandy tip. We got to go. <laughs> yeah, my mom has weird skills. Like I, I may make fun of her all the time because she can't cook. Like I mean, she can cook, but she's not a good cook. And then, you know, and the, like... cooks in the drive-thru. No, I mean, she, she, doesn't even cook, she doesn't really cook now. I mean, she'll do grilled cheeses, but like, honestly, you know, anytime I go in the kitchen, I like wipe the floor with her when, like, because my grilled cheese... Yeah, but she makes the effort, which is always good. And the yeah. other thing that, but it's, she's got weird, bizarre skills. One of the things that she's super good at is freaking polishing silver. Oh, like the, Lord. like she, she's so good at polishing silver. She's so good at remembering the stupid things like replacing filters in the house. And then it's like, yeah. And then she's super good at like cleaning a fridge and even like a cleaning an oven. And then she's really good at that last thing I said that I already forgot what it was that I said. Sap. Yeah, sap. So good. <laughs> so good at the sap. But the sap. woman, like, I mean, like, it's just, it's crazy because it's like she'll do s- silly things like kick ice cubes under a freaking refrigerator and like it's just it's strange it's strange she's talented but bizarrely weird things that's she's awesome. very good at going into lowe's and spending money that is unnecessary oh no i'm not lowe's office depot she's addicted to office depots and office supplies <laughs> she loves paper like just don't get it papers and pens and post-its don't lie <laughs> awesome everybody's yeah. got their stick everybody's Where, got their stuff where's your go-to place my go-to place for what? <laughs> if you had to go to a shop, if you had to go to a shop and pick out a shop, like where, where's your like, where's your happy place to like kind of go and you'd be like, ooh, yay, and you kind of get lost in there. You know, I don't have one right now. I I don't have one right now. It's like I need something new to play in. Okay. I'm sure when the HEBs get built here, <laughs> it'll be HEB. <laughs> but you know, it's like every time they come out with something new. I remember when Home Depot was new. Like I would go wander Home Depot and just be like, I like Home Depot. Oh, I don't like Home Depot. I like cool. Lowe's. I don't know and then they built Lowe's, and yeah. I was like, oh, that's even cooler. I but but there's like certain things there. that I can't. There's certain things that I can't get at Lowe's at the same price, or that I can't even find at Lowe's that I can find at Home Depot. I feel like you know, I like both of them, but for different reasons. It's like. Home Depot is really more contractor, contractor, where Lowe's is more of like the do-it-yourself at home. Yeah, handyman. Yeah. Well, but I get a different vibe-ish. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And so, like, like I refuse to go in Kohl's. Kohl's, like, you know, home, I used to do that all the time. I I cannot go into Kohl's, and it's not because of, I mean, I can physically go into a Kohl's, but I would rather shave the other side of my head and like because <laughs> I just can't the vibage in Kohl's is just so toxically mm. nauseous I think like it I just s- depends on the store no like I, there's a, I there's one in most Kohl's yeah I, I agree with that but there's one and I, you know it's somewhere like it's off the beaten path so it's not on one of the major highways it's one of those that's kind of like stuck in the middle of the center of mm-hmm. the big highways or whatever, you know, so yeah. it's like on a whatever. And it's like everything is organized. The racks have space between them. It just like the energy of it is so much better. Yeah. And even though they don't have nearly as much stuff as the others, I would much rather go there anytime 
than the other ones. Well, and it has more to do with, like you said, the energy flow and just the way that it feels. And, and I totally believe that, like, okay, yeah. you have to set up your home for your your system you create that nice flow like you have to have you can't create you don't want to have an environment to where it's like stagnant energy and it's like in there and like whatever because it just gets gross and what i really like is that you know now that i've become aware of being able to clear buildings and be actually being able to you know clean it out like when you have you know, static energy and it's not dense and it's not whatever. It can be murky and just stale, right? And it's just yeah. not it's just not flowing. Clearing it out, creating space for you, prepping yourself before you go in, especially with today with kids, constantly talking about the freaking anxieties left and right. And it's like my anxiety, my anxiety all the freaking time. And it's like, no, sweetie, it's because you're picking up on shit. You're picking up on shit. You've got to the restaurant. There might have been somebody in the restaurant that's been going through a bad time that you picked up on that person, or you, or it was like the energy of the of the building. Yeah. But then taking the steps to clear it out, and then allowing yourself the space so that you can go in there, and it's just like you fix it in two seconds. But yeah. Coles, I don't care how much clearing. I won't go in that freaking building. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I don't even know what to say to that. But it, <laughs> I mean, it does, I was going to say, but it does come back to like that energy flow and feng shui and whether you know those words or not. I mean, honestly, it's like if you go into any room of your house that you're just like, oh, I don't want to go in there and you actually de it. declutter it, you know, clear just it. declutter it. And, you know, even if you don't know how to clear, which yeah. whatever, it's like Get just some sage stick and just smudge the crap just, out of it. Or even just burn some incense in there. We don't yeah, even care. Right. Right. Um, but at the same time, it's like even just decluttering it and, huge you know, putting change. things up, huge. it makes a huge change. Light it. It's just a huge lighter load. All yeah. Of it. And I mean, like, on, and it was as simple as like, we have, we have a loft upstairs in, in our upstairs, obviously. I wanna, like, I don't know why I'm explaining what a loft is, but like, <laughs> why, like, why do I feel like, I don't know why I'm so weirdly wordy today, but, um, like that's different. <laughs> It's like, that's what you need a t-shirt for. I'm weirdly wording today. Just forgive me. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that I just talk like this in general. And it's not abnormal. But for me, I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, guys. But then it's like, no, actually, that's, no, if uh, I look, if I probably listen, I don't, that's probably why I don't listen to our podcast. It's because then I, sound, you know, what a moron I sound like. But, um, but yeah, so like here in our loft upstairs, we had a blind in my daughter's room. We all, ha we have the same blackout blinds all upstairs. My daughter's like got tugged on with the dogs moving up and right, whatever, that it just stopped. It stopped going, like it stopped doing the little accordion thing. And so, <laughs> you know, we like, so I know I'm in a mood today. Um, so, so then like, here's the accordion thing. It's broken. It's like literally like taller than I am that long of a window. And all, like, in the window in the loft is, like, the same thing or whatever. And so my daughter's been wanting to open her window up, and she wanted to create this really cute, she had this idea to make a hanging planter for her window. And so we put hooks up in there. We took out an, um, an old fan fence panel, cut it into threes, and then we put some rope and 
like drilled holes through it, and then we um, put the rope through, knotted it, and then basically we hang them up there, and she's got a little place for her little planters, and it's super cute. And we made sure that they were small distance so she could still pull her blind up and down and whatever, but the blind's not working. So then, of course, I had my husband take it out, and then he's like, oh, well, we can put this one in the loft because we didn't have one. Like, we had the one in the loft went to hers, and so then I'm like, but now it's so freaking dark up there all the time that Kai doesn't even want to walk up the stairs because he's always like, ooh, like whatever. And then finally I found one of those two-way hooks things or whatever, not at Lowe's in my drawer. But like, <laughs> <laughs> and then I hooked it up there. I like Jimmy rigged it so that I could just hit, put it up back up there. And now the whole room is just so much lighter and freer. And all it took was just opening up a freaking window. Yeah. Which is crazy. I, I love houses with a lot of lighting. I even like my bedroom to have a good amount of lighting, but then, you know, what I do but train people is like for a better sleep and better quality sleep, it's like you actually need to have a dark room like a cave. And I'm like, yeah, that. I don't. Well, I, I do, we do that for, like we do that for nighttime and whatever, but yeah. I always leave a little bit of a crack so that when the, um, when the, Sun comes yeah, up. thank you. When the fit that thing, yeah, the when big, that, the big glowy thing the in the big sky, glowy thing that's hot, yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> when it comes up, I'll like at least see a little glimmer, yeah. And then that way, I'll be able to do that. But it, yeah. yeah, it's it's just interesting, yeah. But how was your week? Did you have insane week? Because I had some major, crazy, weird things happen. You know, I, I don't know that I had major, weird, crazy things happen other than just like you know, it's been a um. It's been one of those weeks where you're like holding your breath <laughs> for things to fall into place the way they're supposed to fall into place. And they don't. I, well, fortunately for me, not going on, everything okay. fell into place, right? Okay, good. Okay, um, you're sitting on a screen. I know. Still. I'm like, whoop, 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 whoop. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but, but at the same time, it's like you're just sitting there, you know, things like money where they're just like somewhere in the ethers and you're like, I'm hoping that the in happens before the out. <laughs> Just, those I kinds need, of things. I and need it, these ducks and, to get in a row. Right? And, Which, it's, and it's not like the money's that? not there. Right? It's, yeah. it's like it's out there. But, you know, th those Having kinds of things. Having it all come in and tie um, in at the right timing. And, you know, for me, I just felt like a crazy, busy, productive. Even though I, I had some weird full moon stuff. Did you? Yeah. You know, just yeah. personally, some weird full moon stuff body-wise. But, um, you know, and, and like I said, you know, the worry over money. It's like I always associate, like lower back pain as stress over not feeling supported and money is a big piece of that right so it's like my back was hurting you know one day and it was gone within you know 36 hours you know but at the same time it's like that kind of weird stuff but otherwise I mean I feel like I've gotten some clarity and made some big steps forward on some mm -hmm. things that I'm working on and um you know that's that's yeah. kind of where this week has been for me um I can definitely feel that there's um a shift towards fall even though it's still hot yeah hot it's like 10 percent like it's like 10 10 or 15 percent yeah. shift of saying oh guess what we're supposed to start like going in that direction like One, it's like mother nature and, was just like oh i'm supposed to do leaves and stuff now uh, i forgot okay and then it's like it's on the memo board and then yeah. they just like decided yeah yeah it's like well, and i it was weird well, i have a client that's Far, like I have, I have to go to one client that's a little bit further. That and it, it takes a while. It's like mm -hmm. it's a, tw basically it takes me like 20, 30 minutes in country road, right? Yeah. Which is just 
awesome because you get to bounce in the car and truck because of like <laughs> wee, the rolling hills and then their cows are sitting in like the you know the pastures and then they're all huddled under one tree so that they all get shade together and you're like dude how many cows can you fit under a twig tree and then like <laughs> and like but you're like that and you got the rolling and then, meadows and it's and then so 20 cool. minutes away it's yeah. nothing but traffic and right malls right exactly yeah. and as soon as you do like so i'm like driving through this thing and it was so funny because like i i started it was bizarre i ended up getting usually like when somebody needs your help or energy and they're tapping in to you know channel you just for guidance or support or whatever usually like you kind of you can feel it you feel like a split for a second and it's almost like it's almost like a soul split kind of thing where it's like oh okay so half of me has to go over here to help with that person i had three people at the same time and i've never had three people at the same time while i was driving mm -hmm. and the funny part was I was totally listening to my music. I was grooving, cruising, whatever. And I had, in the last two, three weeks, I've been listening to podcasts. I've been listening to a new book, like an, a new Audible. I've been doing all these different things, and I haven't been wanting to listen to music. And so I've been in a different mindset, a totally mm -hmm. different brain wavelength, a lower, a lower frequency brain wavelength, more of a thinking energy, like a thinking, working energy, thought, mm -hmm. like thought process. And then... All of a sudden, like that morning, I put on my Audible and I had to turn on music. I put the music on. And then as soon as I hit that vibration, and then I was like, oh, I need to keep listening to this music because this is the vibage that they need. And so then I stayed just jamming and listening. And then I hear another song. Nope, that's the wrong song. Nope, that's the wrong song. And I, it made me elevate my spirit and pick up my frequency so that I could vibe out to them to give them that vibage and then like and then all of a sudden I'm like down the road or whatever and then all of a sudden I started feeling that like that funk that lower level and I was like man that was fun I don't want to go back like I was like dude and then it was like and then they were gone and then I was like son of a bitch like I was like that was like the best G like hour I've had in a week like and I was so mad and then I was like oh, Fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I kind of had that 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 this morning. <laughs> well, and it was funny because it was like as I was driving through the country road, it was like I was riding the different wave channel of the energy, which yeah. was very cool and like and so and so not necessarily something I'm always like paying attention to, you know, because you're sometimes well, when you're driving, you're droned out and. And and two, when when you become aware that you have you know people that are pulling on your energy source or on you for help or wisdom or whatever it is, you don't necessarily have to engage. Mm -hmm. If you raise your vibration and just be like, okay, it's handled. Yeah. You know, it's like your, your higher team or your guides or your higher self or, yeah. you know, whatever portion of whatever that bigger piece that we are just takes care of it. Yeah. And then, you know, it's, it's worked through you as opposed to from you right. and it leaves you energized versus rant, rant, rant. Well, and the, and the funny thing was, and the funny thing that I liked about it is I'm used to having one, like one come in, whatever, but to do three at the same time, I've never felt that before. And I totally had to do a complete soul split. Like, it's like I had to do a complete soul split and then it was like, okay, what am I need to do in my own caretaking right now to help push out that energy? And, and it was just very cool. Cause it was like, it was like an enhancement. It was like, it's like, Hey, look up, you leveled up. And I was all excited about it. And then it was, and then, you know, and I've been hearing, you know, if it wasn't something going 
with, on with us. Like Wednesday morning at 8 o'clock, we're waking up to a copperhead snake that had traveled, th had literally somehow crawled itself. Do they crawl even though they're snakes? Slithers? Slithers? I guess. Crawl? I don't Slither. know. They got the freak out They don't there. crawl because they don't the have legs. Goes, <laughs> the thing was three, four feet off of the ground stuck oh in our gosh. wire. Like we I had to that. put a mesh wired fencing. So we wake up, like that's at 8 o'clock on, on Wednesday. Then I <laughs> volunteered for my son's soccer team. The coach that has graciously volunteered for their season, he was out of town. So then, of course, he needed to... You know, need someone to step in, so I volunteered. So then, hey, well, number one thing that the kids don't know is each other's freaking names. Like these are a bunch of six-year-olds. Why don't we teach them their team main number, like team members' names? So I put them in a circle. They did their little passing thing. They got to know all of their names, everything. Then had their water break. Did their little dribble exercise with you know a dribble exercise. Then I was like, okay, we're going on to the next thing. I'm like, everybody go get water. One of the kids. Ran to go get the water from underneath the little cabana. Cleats slipped on the concrete. His face went straight into the little metal picnic tables that are concreted into the thing. Ouch. And diced his face open. Oh my gosh. And so one, and I did not see, I was on the field. I didn't even like see and turn around. I just hear crying and we have, and we do have a very sweet, amazingly great energy boy that is a little bit on the spectrum. So he's a little hypersensitive to the environment. So I heard crying and I assumed he must have had a bee on his foot because he, you know, like there's some, like, you know, it was a bee or, you know, water or his, you know, his shin guards were itching, you know, like, cause he, cause that's this over sensory thing. And, um, and so I turned around thinking like what, you know, what happened, but it kept going. And so then I was like, that's not right. What just happened? And sure enough, like one of the dads, not his father, but one of the dads, like immediately super wicked, smart, grabbed a shirt, smashed it right on his hand, right onto his face to hold it together. I come over there because I'm like, oh, I at least know first aid. Like I can check out to see what's happening. So I'm like, okay, here, let's take a look. And as he started to lightly take his hand off, the shirt was sticking. sticking to his face. However, and then when he lifted it, literally I subcutaneous, his whole cheek, I at least a half inch. Ooh. I could see all the, like, I did not see muscle tissue from the glimpse that I had. I didn't yeah, see muscle good. tissue and it wasn't bleeding. So like at least the pressure was stopping the bleeding, but we had to call the ambulance and the kid had to go, yep. you know, for a ride. The mom was, all the moms lost her shit except for one, except for one mom. And like, honestly, I think it's just because she's from a large family and she's used to a lot of chaoticness. And so therefore she was like, oh, okay, I'll go stand and wait for the ambulance. Like, you know, and she was cucumbered, but most of the moms became very, very flustered. And then, you know, the dads were like, okay, let's do this, you know, but they're soft spoken. So like the moms are like, ah, like that. And then the, you know, so it just, there was a lot of energy. There was yeah. a lot of things to deal with. And then the, you know, and then I'm, you know, my husband was really good about it because he's like, hey, keep practice going, get the children away from this, mm -hmm. distract them. And I'm like, good call. Like, so, and then that's when things started to go into motion or whatever, but it was like, and then it's like the next day I'm like hearing about other people that had something else happened and then something else. And 
you know, after that day, I was like, dude, that's two days in a row of two major things. I was like, can we please stop? That, that yeah. is not a retrograde pr problem that I would like to continue. Yeah, that, that's not a retrograde thing. That's just, I, like I said, that's and probably life. more full moon. You think that's more full moon? Energy than, yeah. There's, mm. you know, always, if you ask somebody that works in an ER, they will flat out tell you, more accidents, more stuff happens on a full moon than any other time. <laughs> I completely forgot it was a full moon until yesterday. Yeah. I just don't, I just... And, and honestly, I don't know if that was, I, I don't even know what the date is. I don't know if that's last night or today or whatever it is, but I mean, it's it right around yesterday. now. Yeah, I don't know. I think it was last but, night, which would explain why, like, it would explain by, um, yeah, it would explain why. <laughs> <laughs> it would explain why my brain just goes away. <laughs> you know, that was a Saturday thing. No? No. No. Actually, I can't even use that reason because sometimes my brain just goes somewhere else. Dude, that happened to me. It's like, I need a vacation. Yeah. <laughs> right. And it's immediate. Then your brain delivered the immediate result. And then you're like, oh, wait, I was having sentences. I did that. I have noticed. I have actually been one contemplating if some of, like, I mean, I don't know what it is, but I have noticed one, I've been in the middle of a conversation, deep conversation, a story I'm telling get it briefly interrupted about it, like for 30 seconds. And then as soon as the person comes back to like, okay, what were you saying? No idea what the hell I was talking about. Gone, like completely gone. And I'm just like, and it's disappeared completely. And then the other thing I've noticed is I'm, I've also started like questioning how things are spelled because I'm like, that's not spelled right. And then I look up and then it like was spelled right. And I'm like, am I forgetting how things are spelled? Like, this is weird. And then I have What's noticed, even worse is when you put it on a piece of paper and it is spelled right. And you're like, that just looks weird. That yeah, can't like, be right. Uh, or please, right? Like, <laughs> you, you write it and you're like, it's the days that you have those like strange days where you just look at it from afar. But I have noticed on our phones and I'm almost like, what's going on with our phones? Because I have typed in words that are words and my phone doesn't pick it up is recognizing it and I've also noticed that there have been things like if I've spelled sporadically and I might have put a different like instead of the O and the A right like mix those up my phone doesn't even want to autocorrect it it's like it's not a word and I'm like it's off by one freaking letter and so I'm wondering like what's happening with today's generation that our phones aren't picking up on these things what's going to happen to them are they going to start forgetting the big words are they going to start forgetting like some of those <laughs> where is grammar gonna go guys this is a big problem what do you mean most of them don't anyway e even adults i mean it's like i, I make up my own words regularly and yeah. i think we should create an abby dictionary i'm just saying <laughs> i think that but it, it's not even it. that right it's not even that it's like um yeah w words <laughs> What are they? Where did they hail from? Who created them? I did. We, well, somebody made them up to start with, so whatever they are. And English, it really is one of the hardest languages because they've kind of hodgepodged everything together and pretended like it was one. Well, but the, but the other thing that too, I think that like the best thing that you said to me just before we went li like before we went live or whatever. I don't know if we consider this live because it's recording. Well, it's live for now. <laughs> We are currently living in life. Yes, okay. So we'll go with that. So but one of the things that I thought was really good was that, like, you just even verbalize how much when you are in the clouds and you're in your your realm of 
energetic feeling and things like that, words don't really exist. Like they don't, it's such a physical construct. Like we created labels and words so that we could understand things in our physical experience, but they don't really exist up around. Right. Yeah. And that, you know, that's something that I've thought about off and on, like for a whole lot of years is like, even, even if, you describe something perfectly of what your experience is, someone else is going to read those words and what they experience of those words is not what you experienced. Exactly. So, you know, it's just a way for us to fill the space with a whole lot of words without actually necessarily communicating. Which I, which <laughs> I feel like one of the things I really love about the human experience and and, and actually what really brings me back to liking humans again, because, you know, we all have those days where we're just like, we're the dogs. Yeah. Like, I just can't. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to go back to my couch with my puppies. Yes. I don't yeah. even want to see human. And then, like, here I created little humans. So, like, ah. Like, like, <laughs> like, so sometimes, you know, and I, like, and, and I, sometimes I just want to be with my little humans and not other humans. Like, yes. you know what I mean? And then there's sometimes where I, you know, don't want to be with them. Yeah, it's like, yeah. <laughs> and, but you're the, like no humans, little or otherwise. Yes, no, and it's like you know, and it's just like you want you want to have those times, but it's it's interesting that what I like about the human, like enjoying the human experience and actually starting to love humanity again, is the creativeness of people, right? Like that's what I really like about TikTok is that. Like there's this funny expression of people just letting down their barriers and just being who they are. And like when they are find something funny and you're right, even though they could be making something that's beautiful or they can make you something that's hilarious, they might've done it for different reasons or they might've done it a different way. There's a different viewpoint or different vibe, a different feeling. And then I, love watching and being in it just makes me it pulls me back in it pulls me back in and says okay sign me up because that's cool self-expression <laughs> so if you are in a room with people mm -hmm. and everyone's picking up on kind of the same like vibe and somebody says something that's inspirational, whatever, and impacts some other people. Why do you think the interpretation or the effect is different with each and every one of us? I have an idea and I have a theory, but I kind of would like to see what yours so what, what my experience has been in those types of situations where, you know, there's a high level conversation going on where the, um, the vibration just continues to escalate and escalate and escalate, like just mm -hmm. the, the type of the conversation actually lends to that mm -hmm. is that at the end of it, no one remembers the words. Very few people remember what was actually said, but what they got out of it was increased energy and the healing. Right. It's, it's almost like that's, that's what circles were originally meant for was to, you know, help us like increase our vibration as a group. But anymore, you know, we, we so rarely do that. Well, and it's kind of like, it's like the old man on the farm that never leaves the farm. Right. 
and he doesn't really associate with anybody, he's a lone wolf or whatever, there's not a lot of progression and change. There's like there's not an involvement, right? And so like it's almost like we from our words and our influences of each other, our creation, our own individual creations create evolving with the collective. Mm-hmm. So like or evolving potential yeah. with the collective, right? right? So meaning that okay, I have little humans I've created little humans. My little humans at some point will create some kind of impressionable impact, whether it be positive or negative, that will help someone else evolve. And something they say, something they do, etc. My creation of us doing this podcast, for instance, can create an evolution within someone else. And it doesn't have to be like the definition of the whole evolving right it could just be one tiny well, little just speck learning. that was necessary yeah it's just learning like i mean anything learning and we never have any idea of what the impact that we have on somebody else is i mean i i don't even like we were talking about on facebook one day i don't even know how it came about but somebody's kid was doing one of those projects where you had to um write a you basically write a description and explain how to do something, right? And, um, you know, she was thinking back on, like, you know, what was something, and and then she tagged me in the post and was like, yeah, the greatest thing that I ever learned when we did that in class was how to wrap a box, and Audra's the one who showed us how to wrap packages for Christmas, and I've never forgotten that. And I'm like, for me, I was like, uh, okay. I don't even remember doing that. <laughs> but at the same time, it's, that was one of those things that was so impactful for her. And she still wrapped packages the way that I taught her how to in whatever grade that that was my project. Well, are you kidding, I, are you kidding me? I've done the same thing where I, like, I've gotten one of a ch- my childhood like best friends from like you know diaper baby. Like, I mean, like I've known her forever. I only see her in the summer, so it's not like it's a... It's not, she doesn't fit, she doesn't match Audra's level, but like, you know, but like <laughs> the point, <laughs> no, like literally, like, um, but she, but the funny thing is, is like she had, like, it was her wedding. This was before she like was more normal, but like, um, before she was more normal. Yeah. That's another story. Um, but like, so, but, but when, but I like brought, she, I went to her bridal shower and when I brought her gift I I go Abby goes rogue obviously like I think I think we all know that I don't necessarily follow the confines of you know registries and things I kind of just get what I'm like hmm, they're gonna love this and then and they do like it ends up being one of their favorites but I'm just saying like it, it's just it's my it's a me thing and I ended up getting her a gift that I completely forgot what it was and like I mean, I for, I got her the gift. I was excited to give it to her after she opened it and got it and was thrilled with it. I like, I was done. Like I turned, like I was like I did my purpose. I put my energy like, in. I put my energy out. Ta-da, like <laughs> done. And then like four years later, she's talking about the gift that I got her, and reflecting to everyone what I got. And I was like, What did I get you? Like, <laughs> And so then I was like, "Can you start the story over? Can you begin? Can you begin again? Because I just walked in on the the end of it. What? What did, what did I get her? And so I could not remember. 
her. And then when she okay. finally walked away after telling the story, I had to go to the person she was talking to. I was like, what did I get her? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I mean, like I said, those, those things, it's like they're not that big a deal to us in the moment we put some thought into it or whatever it is. Well, you put that but I had energy. no intention of like, you know, I was what I was talking about, I was just fulfilling an assignment. <laughs> know is that like even on our days where we don't feel important or impactful or the energy we're just or whatever all even our days are important even they're exact like we we're exactly where we need to be in this place and time exactly as we are even when we're in suckville you know what I mean? like yeah. that there's purpose to these moments not and it's not just it's not about you it's not always about you. It's about you needing to be in, in a certain groove or a certain frequency for somebody else that also helps they feed off of that too. Yeah, so what I'll add to that is like, and, and show up. Even if you're in a funk, show up anyway. Yeah. Like, because it if, usually pulls if you, you just, out. I mean, if you just drive by or like you just are there and you're not really there, I, I mean, it, it's like if you're not present and being you, then everyone else is missing out on what your purpose in showing up was in the first place. <laughs> right. Right. So, yeah, I mean, it's like that part is fascinating because you just never know who you're going to impact how. And um, if you don't show up because, oh, well, you don't know what these people think of you or you're afraid to, you know, be in your self-expression or whatever else. I mean, we don't generally have that issue. <laughs> I don't. You know. <laughs> But I'm just saying, you know, it's like I, there's been a lot of times in my life where I, I was never really a wallflower, but I would definitely like hang out at the food table and just keep my mouth full. So what I didn't have to deal to with people. What does mean to be a wallflower? I've actually never known what that means. Does that mean like stand out in a random thing? No. I don't understand. Wallflowers are like people that basically they're against the wall and they might be pretty or not, but you don't really notice them because their energy is very... And, dialed down but yeah they keep to themselves oh wow i did not realize that that yeah. was a that was i did not realize that yeah i always assumed that the wallflower was like i don't know i think sunflower and then i think oh look there was beanie like, like <laughs> but it's the opposite yeah it's the opposite okay they're the ones that you know don't usually get noticed because those are they're... the ones i go and stand and talk to first yeah those are the people, those are actually the people, like, if you really want to get to know Abby, be the wallflower in the room, and I most likely will approach you, and yeah. then start chatting, because I, they're, they're, my, they're actually some of my favorite people, because they're, like, they're sneaky lit, like, and what I mean by sneaky lit, like, they have a spark and a light that is just so, it, there's just a really nice essence and beauty to them, but then they just don't, they, they're very selective on how they, they show their light. And once you can get them to, again, I'm always the person that says, the, do I really have to explain myself? Because I think everybody knows this already, but I'm always the person in the room that says what everybody's thinking, even though no one wants to say it. <laughs> because every, either they think it would be rude or impolite, or they're like, oh, that might be inappropriate. I'm that person. Yeah, so, and I'm the person that's standing in the background just observing because I'm like... Yeah, I'm not getting in the middle of that. Yeah. Well, and the, but I'm never, and it's always a funny thing. It's always a joke or a funny. And then, the, and always the way that I say it, everyone's like, oh my God, I was thinking the exact same thing. I'm so glad you said it. Like, I'm the icebreaker girl, right? I'm the icebreaker to get everyone to start communicating. And then after I've done my job, I leave. 
Because I'm just like, my purpose there was to... You're like, boom, drop the mic, done. Yeah, gotta go. I can't, just can't stay here. Like, yeah, no, I'm fine. I'm finished. Like, and so, I, and that's how I am. Like, I go into parties like that. I go in late, I drop my bomb, and then I'll leave early. Like, that's hilarious. Right. But and I'm always the one that's like, I'm there a little bit on the early side. Uh, people don't always notice. They call me, you know, I got called the quiet girl a lot, which people that know me know I am you? not quiet. Did that annoy you, though? When no. you get called the quiet girl, because I get annoyed when people call me the chatty Kathy or whatever. No, it, it never annoyed me that they called me quiet. I was just kind of like, I didn't really have anything to say to them. <laughs> so you just smiled? Yeah, I just smiled. And said, okay? Yeah, okay. Did you giggle or no? Because then you'd look sometimes. weird if you just smiled and giggled. And was like, mm, no. I'm sure sometimes I did. Okay. okay. <laughs> I was like that awkward girl. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. I did get told once, though, this is when I was much older, and, you know, when I was, I was thinking about when I was younger, but when I was older, I was probably in my 30s, and I was doing a lot of personal growth and development work, and I had this girl come up to me, and she's like, I just want you to know, I really, like, have just had such a hard time. I just don't like you. You're, like, just too happy. <laughs> and I was like, you, dude. What is wrong and I was you? like, I'm sorry you feel that way. And she's like, how do you just, like, smile all the time? And I'm like... I don't I live know. In the clouds. <laughs> and I'm, I'm like, spiritually awake. I just do. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't, you know, it's like I don't leave myself in situations that but see, that's the I'm thing. miserable. Like, but see, but, that, but, that's, but it's also the fact of like that that just even believing that statement is just pure crap. Yeah. Because it's like none of us are always happy. No. I am never always bubbly. I am never always jazzy. Like, nope. you should have seen me two days ago when I was like, I think I'm going to go back to bed because I am depressed. Like, you know, it's like, <laughs> and it's just like, and I and I didn't want to show up and so, yeah. like to a thing that I could have gone to because I was like, no, I'm just not there. But yeah. it was because my soul needed rest. My body needed rest. And so it was different than the, you know, like when you get self-conscious of going to a place or worried about what other people are thinking or blah, blah, blah. And yeah, like a lot of people think I don't care what people think. And there are sometimes I do, but then, you know, and then I don't, I don't, I try to make sure that my mind doesn't put too much energy into it because I find that that is like a misleading road or a misleading trap that's setting you up to take you down a road that doesn't belong or doesn't, isn't, isn't there. It doesn't, it doesn't need to be. So it's like, oh, hey, I'm so mad at you because you're always smiling and happy all the time. No, actually what you're upset about is that you wish you were happy on the inside. As You wish you were as happy in the inside as I am on the outside. And yeah. that bothers you. Right. And it's not jealousy and it's not envy. It's just... It, it, it's triggered, just like, it triggered something. Well, and it comes back to, it's like, you know, it's like when you honor your body, when you're tired, you rest. When you take time out to take care of yourself, when you really set your boundaries, when you go through all of those processes that we learn about, you know, throughout time, and when you're really in alignment with yourself, there's just a joy yeah. of being and when you're in a space with a lot of other people, you feel it's free. like, you feel I was going to say, you just feel free to be yourself. And, you know, I do smile a lot because generally I don't do things that make me unhappy. Yeah. And, I don't either. And, and, you know, it's like at some point I decided it's not worth my time to spend my time with people that are miserable, that make me miserable, that, you know, <laughs> are energy suckers. I, that are energy yeah. suckers or, 
um, you know, that, that want to bring everybody around them down to wherever they are. And I, I think that um, probably the biggest lesson that I learned on that or the way that it was put in a way, you know, we were talking about words earlier, the way that it was worded for me. We talked about words earlier. We talked about, I'm just kidding. I forgot. Weirdly, weirdly wording things. Wordly wording. Um, (laughs) Oh my God, I came up with a new thing. Wait, 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 let me finish my thought. (laughs) You always do that. No, I'm kidding. I totally do. So anyway, we were talking about compassion and, you know, yeah, compassion being, um, you know, that when somebody comes into your space or when they, when you're sitting with someone who is sad, who or is angry or grumpy or whatever they are, that they're in that funk, that compassion is not lowering your vibration to theirs to match them so that you don't hurt them or offend them. Yeah. It's actually staying in your high vibration and just being there with them. Right. That actually Pulling impacts them, them more, yeah. you know, than trying to, you know, respond back to this girl or to you know, get down on her level or whatever it was, you know. And it, yeah, and well, and, it, and the thing is, it's like, you know, I've learned, you know, my daughter is a teenager, and um, I think the best way to describe it to you is to read what she wrote on the almond milk to her grandmother. <laughs> so, so I'm me, laughing because I know what it says. Yeah. <laughs> so, which I just showed her before we started recording, and. So basically, my daughter, you know, perfect description of where she is in her moment. She was very upset that she had gotten a particular vanilla almond milk that was only for her because she has an issue with oat milk, etc. Um, so the vanilla almond milk was opened, and this is the note that she left on Grandma after she confirmed that it was not me or anyone else in the house, and it says, Memo, that's her grandma name. Do not drink. Explanation point, explanation point, explanation point. Consequences, underlined, underlined, explanation points. Mad Leo, that's her name. P.S. You do not want me mad. Explanation point. I am a teenager now. I will, I'll be 10 times worse than before. And then on the side it says, look on the other side and do not give to my brother. And then on the back it says, mad granddaughter equals dead grandmother. Mad granddaughter equals dead grandmother. Love you. Smiles. <laughs> yeah. But this the thing is like when she walks into a room and she's upset about something or she's, or, you know, she's going through her woes of figuring out who she is and her individualization and, you know, what, how, what her feelings are and things like that. Sometimes there's are times where it's like, dude, you can tell when a teenager walks in and you just want to walk the other way because you're just like, whoosh, that's a four seek. I don't want to do with you. Like, and then <laughs> that, like, the, there's a constant time where you feel that way. But a lot of times I'll take a deep breath. I will ground myself into where I am and I will just pick up my vibration and expand it and make myself larger than her. And I'm not doing it with words. And I'm not doing it with my body language. I am doing it solely with expanding my energy and expanding myself so that eventually within not even a couple minutes, whatever it was that was ailing her starts to simmer down. And it's something that all of us can do very easily no matter where we are especially when we're in uncomfortable situations or around people that you know we don't have to like everybody 
but sometimes we're around difficult people or individuals. And if we can expand ourselves and pick up our vibration, we can take those lower vibrations and lift them off the ground and kind of help. It helps that helps that person out without you really having to sacrifice your efforts. Yeah, and that's actually a really good point because I would say that so many people, you know, whether it's their children or their boss or whoever it is, when somebody's in one of those moods where they're just like angry and irritable and whatever else, we have a tendency to shrink. Yeah. As opposed to, you know. Expand. Ex instead of expand. Right. And, you know, that's, that's a really, really good point that if you can allow yourself to expand it actually and what you're expanding is calm and peace and you know yes not not the orangutan yeah well <laughs> and, and not more anger or not more like i'm going to suppress you i'm going to control you or any of that sort of stuff because that doesn't help anyone right just like expand you know peace and calm and love and all of the you know positive vibration right then yeah it, it calms the whole the whole situation as well as the other person yeah I think this is a good day. Yeah. This is fun. Mm-hmm. Like rolling through the hills, washing cows <laughs> under a twig. Cows under a twig? No, like, because the, <laughs> the tree's bare. And then, oh. like, so it's, like, it's a tall tree, but, then like, there's no leaves or anything on it. And then they're all, like, kind of a, just under it, and they all collect together. Was it a dead tree? No, it might have been. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, is it a dead tree? <laughs> Because most of the trees still have leaves, at least down here. Well, then there was a lot of dead trees in the field then. Mm, that's possible. Because it was rolling in the hills. Mm, okay. But anyway. Yeah. Thank you for joining us again. And go out and embrace your inner wild. I'm Abby Pagood. And I'm Audra Watley. <laughs>